Welcome to Divorce Dialogues. I'm Katherine Miller. Divorce Dialogues brings expert guests to the airways to talk through your divorce questions and fill in the gray areas about separating. From thinking about divorce, to how to behave during divorce, to what to do after, this is Divorce Dialogues. Welcome to Dialogue on Divorce. I'm Katherine Miller. I'm the founder of the Miller Law Group and director at the Center for Understanding and Conflict. And I am on a mission to change how people divorce and help them divorce with dignity. And my guest today is Janine Sarna-Jones. Janine is a professional organizer and the owner of Organize Me. And she does professional organizing for people in in New York City and home and their home and at work. Welcome, Janine. It's a pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you so much. I'm happy to be here. So, you know, this is a show about divorce and, you know, divorce usually involves moving for somebody, you know, (laughs) and it also involves restructuring of what we call the marital residence, you know, from two people or, you know, two to two adults to one. And, and so is that something that you help people sort of do and, and, and figure out how to do it? Absolutely. I understand, you know, whenever there's a divorce, even if it's uh, amicable, there's a lot of emotion attached to it. And I think having someone like myself, who's a professional organizer and move manager, come in and help deal with the personal effect of the person that's moving out, or if both are moving out because they're going to be selling the marital home, it can be super helpful because we're not necessarily attached what's happening. We have a very objective and non-judgmental approach. I, I would say a good certified professional organizer like myself would basically in and have compassion for both because it's a major transition. So is there a process, Janine Sarna-Jones, that you use to help people sort of think through the organization of their space or the reorganization of their space after somebody moves or, I guess, dies? Yes. Essentially, we have to have kind of a a larger view of what's going on when you're project managing any kind of transition like this. Whether someone has passed away or someone is divorcing and separating from one, you know, getting out of the house that they've lived in for however long, you have to come in and kind of assess the volume of what's there and figure out what the project is going to entail. Um, In some cases, people don't have a place to go to right away and they have to go into storage. So you need to make sure that they have some accessibility uh, or know what's in storage and things that are important and that they need to make accessible. You need to be clear on that. So a lot of it has to do with just kind of getting as much information from the client as possible so that you can support them in whatever transition they're making. So uh, I think I think what you're saying is that it really is useful to have someone who's not emotionally attached either to the change that's happening or to any of the stuff that's being exactly. organized, right? And, exactly. And so with that detachment, and, and I don't mean to make that sound cold. And so I, I, I imagine no, that you're... it's not cold at all. I don't think what you're saying is cold. I think, you know, I've said in the past, like, I don't really care about your stuff because it's not my stuff, but I, I don't care about it. It could be lit on fire and it would have no effect on me, but I know that it would affect you. And that's what I'm here to support. Like your feeling about your stuff 
and helping you process it and deal with getting it out. Um, it's not the stuff itself is, you know, everyone has a lot of stuff and, you know, you can't even ignore the emotional baggage that clients have when they're making some sort of huge transition. I work with people who are going through transition of of all kinds of different transitions, you know, whether it's they're moving into assisted living or they're divorcing and putting up a home or one person is moving out and the other one is staying or someone has passed away and the things have to be dispersed. So I don't think it's cold. I think it's helping the person, supporting them through the process. And it is a process that I think people often don't know where to start. And so, I so where does it start? Where does it start, Janine? Like, so what it, what is the approach you take to sort of help people figure this stuff out? Well, okay. So for today, I went to sisters whose mother just passed away last week, and their mother has a three bedroom apartment that is filled with stuff. She'd lived there for forty years. So we basically just walk through, kind of talk about it, and I try to keep my clients from getting caught up in the minutiae thing because I want to talk about it from a big project view. You know, like, here is the project, and the first step is that we need to go through and sort through everything. And sorting and categorizing and organizing and getting rid of the stuff that you don't want, you know, takes time. So... My team comes in, we do a lot of the hands-on prep so our clients can make choices and review what's really important to them. And in a situation like that, do you run into conflict between the sisters? Not really. I mean, what I find, maybe in a divorce, it's a little different, but in a state project, I always find that sometimes there are things that some people really, really want. But then often people tend to say, well, if, if you want it, why don't you take it? I don't need it. You can, you know, as long as it's in the family, seem to try. In some cases, they don't want to stake a claim to something because they don't want to come across as, I don't know. Greedy. Right. Yeah. But I, I would say, but I also, I'm very fortunate. I mean, I would say the vast majority of the clients that I work with are wonderful, lovely, amazing people. and. I love working with them and I love supporting them. And if there is any conflict, I try to work it out, you know. So the first step is for them to walk through with you and figure out the scope of the project. Absolutely. And and I suppose that has to do with determining, are we reorganizing the space? Are we moving? Are we downsizing? Are we doing something, you know, to handle some kind of transition, right? And and then if there's a move involved or like, you know, like an empty closet involved or something like that, you've got to, I imagine, look at the physical layout of what you're dealing with. Absolutely. So, you know, we've done projects where you don't know what you don't know until you open it up and then look inside. And, and then sometimes people leave interesting things in interesting places and that may be value, you know, that's all. So have you, has that happened to you, Janine Sarna Jones, that you're working and and you're like, Oh oh my goodness, look at this. It's a, you know, gold bar or, you know, a diamond necklace. (laughs) Yeah. that, That does happen or money, cash sometimes. Yeah. So it's funny. (laughs) Or checks that haven't been deposited that 
I'm looking for that, you know, that kind of thing. That's kind of, that's interesting. And, and so how do you help the people? Because it's a very emotional thing. I mean, the whole reason I would, it seems to me for many people to have a professional organizer, and we've talked about this a little bit already, is to bring in some, you know, I don't know, voice, the reason, some reason to the project, you know, support, help, physical assistance, yes, but also someone to kind of help talk it through. And, and how do you do that with people to talk through, you know, keeping it, throwing it away, giving it away, those kinds of things? I believe that people need to do more treasure hunting rather than keep stuff for the sake of keeping it. You know, we live in an era where there's people to attach a value to things that does not exist in the real world. And it's something that you want to hold on to for sentimental reasons, like I have no problem with that. But not everything has the same exact level of value, even within one individual. Like you may see a room filled with things that you want to keep everything, but they're not all equal. So going through the process of treasure hunting and pulling up things that really are meaningful is what I try to encourage my clients to do. Because otherwise, we just have stuff and what are you going to do with it if you don't have the space for it? I mean, I can't tell you how many clients I've had over the years who've kept the stuff from their mother who passed away or their aunt who passed away or their grandmother's stuff. And then as people start, as we get older and people that are important to us pass away or move on in one way or another and we take all of their things, then there's no room for ourselves. Yeah, it sort of pushes us out physically as well as emotionally. This is Dialogue on Divorce. We're here on WVOX every other Wednesday from 5 to 5.30. And we're also available as a podcast on DivorceDialogues.com as well as on iTunes and SoundCloud. I'm Catherine Miller, and I'm talking today with Janine Sarna-Jones, a professional organizer who works in New York City to help people organize uh, their space through transition or otherwise. And we were talking about treasure hunting and and also about, Janine, about you know, being pushed out by the accumulation of other people's stuff. And I think you were about to say something. Well, I I was just going to say that when it's a contentious situation and there's a divorce and one person has to go through and pull out the things that they're going to be taking with them, what I do as a certified professional organizer, I try to support that person's journey through the process because it's very emotional. And I often have worked over the years I've worked with people where there's a lot of tears but I'm a hugger <laughs> I'm happy to provide tissues and listen because sometimes that's what a person really needs is just to be heard and to be able to feel something and I have no like I'm not afraid of that I'm not upset by it because people often if they break into tears they say I'm so sorry and I it's okay. There's nothing for you to be sorry for. You know, this is a hard experience. And, you know, the tears are part of the journey. It sounds like a lot of part of your big part of your job is coaching. Yes, absolutely. I believe that coaching is, you know, a good organizer is also coaching their clients through the process. Any transition, whether it's good or horrible, it causes emotional upset. Yes, and and to be able to sort of think it through and process it with someone who has some distance from it can really be quite useful, I think. 
Absolutely. And I think that, you know, especially if you're listening, if you're a compassionate person as the organizer and you don't really, you're not judging your client, you're giving that person a gift. So Janine Sarna-Jones, I wonder if people fall into sort of, I don't know, different archetypes, different sort of types that you could sort of say, you know what? Yeah, there's four types of people. You know, people just throw on, throw everything away, throw nothing away. <laughs> Do you think about it that way? Like there's certain types of people and people kind of fall into a category or so in terms of dealing um, with stuff or change? Every brain is different. You know, every single brain is different. Yes, there are types of people, but I don't like to fall into a trap of having archetype of who this person is just based upon my experience of different people like this person, you know, because people are surprising and I, I want to help them be successful in whatever their journey is going to be. Well, I understand that, you know, each one of us is a snowflake and, you know, sometimes there's those big fluffy snowflakes and sometimes there's the little hard ones, you know, they're kind of like generalities, like, you know, on the inside. So I'm not trying to say, okay, everyone, you know, you can just sort of slot them into a, you know, into a place and then that's how you're going to deal with them. They're, a, you know, they're this or they're that. But I can imagine, like, like for, I know for myself that when I go to sort through my closet, you know, which happens maybe once a year, if I'm in a particular mood about it, I have to be careful that I don't throw away everything, you know? So I like save it, save it, save it, save it, save it, then dump everything. And because I can dump things I don't want to dump in that, let's just get a dumpster and put everything in it kind of, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I have a client who's ruthless. I mean, just absolutely ruthless. Sometimes I have to just say to her, I'm not letting you toss that. <laughs> I, I, you know, because often people will look to me for permission to let go. And I encourage letting go. But sometimes some of the things that you want to let go of are things that you really have to hold on to. Right. I mean, exactly. So, like, talk a little bit about that, Janine Sarna-Jones, about when people look to you for permission. What's that about? Um, I think it's because there's not a lot of certainty Often it's attached to like financial papers or information that you've accumulated over time. It's not always stuff. Oh, wait, sometimes this stuff because, you know, oh, that gift that Aunt Judy gave me for my wedding and I would hold on to it. So just in case she visited, I could pull it out and put it on a shelf. <laughs> you know, those are the kinds of things that people often need permission to let go of. I think that it's about our desire to have certainty about what is okay to let go of. And also when we feel we're beholden to somebody else's, like a gift that someone has given us, I always say absorb the feeling (laughs) of what the gift giver was doing, but you don't have to keep the stuff that's attached to that sentiment. Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, This is Dialogue on Divorce. Uh, We're here every other Wednesday on WVOX 1460 AM and on WVOX.com from 5 to 5.30. And we're also available as a podcast on DivorceDialogues.com as well as on SoundCloud and iTunes. I'm Catherine Miller, and I'm talking today with professional organizer Janine Sarna-Jones. And Janine, if our listeners are interested in contacting you, they have some organization project that you could help them with. How can they reach you and find out more information? The best way to reach me is to go to my website, which is organize me, 
www.ink-inc.com and they can go to the contact page and whatever project they're interested in, they can select it and questionnaire the specifics of that kind of project will drop down and my lovely assistant will reach out and schedule the time on my calendar to talk about what they are interested in. Great. And what, what actually is a certified professional organizer? I took a test and passed it. <laughs> okay. I, I, I'm in the inaugural class of certified professional organizers. The test started in 2007. I took the first one. I was in that first group that passed the test. So in the work that you do, Janine Sarna-Jones, with your clients, are there phone sessions? Are there, is it all in person? I mean, how does it actually work? Well, it depends on what is needed. So when someone is moving, generally, I will come and view the project. And after we've had a 30-minute call, generally, and I kind of get a sense of what the issue is, I'll come and review it and see what is involved and how much prep time is needed and all that stuff. And then we get started on prepping for the move. Sometimes people already have prepared themselves, which is not often. <laughs> but, you know, you do need to sort and purge beforehand. You the, you, the clients have sorts and purges before you get there? Sometimes. I, it, that's rare. But we also provide, I have a team and and the team can provide hands-on prep for moving so that things that you want to donate or you don't want to put on a moving truck, that can be taken care of. Sometimes someone wants to get organized and they want to change either their whole home or like the kitchen or the closets aren't working. And uh, usually for that, I just need to see pictures and get a sense of the volume of what's in those closets or what's going on in the kitchen. And then I can send out a team member to go and work with them. So, or two, generally it's two people. So I'm wondering if people are dealing with a transition, you know, a divorce or a loss of a spouse, and they're sort of reclaiming the space that was occupied by that that spouse that's no longer there. Do you have a process like in a way that your steps that you think that people should, that you can talk to people about going through or steps you take them through to sort of to think about it? Absolutely. Generally what I do is I do an assessment for that kind of situation because that's really talking about reorganizing. Like the person wants to organize for the person that they are becoming. And I will go and do an assessment. It's about 90 minutes. I charge a flat fee for that. At the end of that session, I prepare an action plan for a person that they can either use themselves because it's very hard for us to compartmentalize all the different projects we have going on that will improve our lives. Sometimes just having an outside view. I find that most of my clients tend to be very hard on themselves. And, you know, I feel like, okay, so you have a mess. We, it's easy to fix it, you know, as long as it's uh, something that you're, it truly is causing you pain. We can, we can make it a change. Instead um, of wallowing in the pain. Yeah. Sometimes people aren't ready to think they are or they think they should be. Like I, I say should is a four letter word. So I hate it when my clients use it. 
uh, like I should be able to do this myself. You know, I should be able to let this go or, you know, and if it's attached to something, an emotional pain point, you need, you need, sometimes need help. But I, I try to give them an, an action plan that kind of breaks down the projects into smaller pieces that can be attacked. And I love what you said about organizing for the person they're becoming. Yeah. How do, how do they do that? How do they know who that is? You don't. <laughs> you know who you imagine you'd like to be, you know, but I think when someone has gone through a major transition and they've, and it's been an emotional upheaval, it's like, you know, if you lose somebody who's important to you, you're going to be a different person after that person is gone. But I think preparing your environment to support whoever you want to be is, is great. So if there's a divorce and you want, I've had clients who just want to get rid of everything that was a part of their married life. And, but it could be, well, maybe you don't need to throw that out. Maybe it could be reupholstered. You know what I mean? <laughs> there's ways of making changes that don't necessarily involve, you know, piling everything into a bonfire and then lighting it up. You know, I think just having an objective viewpoint can help you think about like what, what is next for me. Because I, I think we all, don't we want to be our best selves? I would hope. I think being your best self is probably part of the struggle. And how does that relate to your space in your view, in your professional opinion? Well, you want your space to support that person that you're going to be in the future, right? So if you've got a lot of detritus or, you know, piles of stuff, I, I find that people often will set landmines for themselves. So uh, one example I give is a client who had had a miscarriage. She was in a very emotional place. Like she had one child, but she really wanted a second. And she had had a miscarriage. And we were sorting through stuff, a pile of things. And there were the pictures from the sonogram and that were like in a weird place. And it just opened the floodgates, you know, she just fell apart and it was the landmine. And they said, you know, like, let's honor these photos and put them in a box that you know exactly what it is when you see the box, but you don't have to open it. And when you're ready to let it go, you can let it go. I think that's great advice. We're out of time. Janine Zarner Jones, thank you so much for being our guest on Dialogue on Divorce. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. Have a lovely day.